Welcome to Invest Stories. Whether you're a seasoned pro looking for that next step or a newbie investor not sure where to start, Invest Stories unlocks the mindset, strategies, and techniques of high performers across business, real estate, and investing to help you level up your journey to financial freedom. This is Invest Stories Wednesday Wins. And we, I think we're there at, at that, you know, it's, you get that sort of thing depending on what market cycle you're in, right? And, and we're at that part where I feel like, you know, kind of, uh, I don't know, for lack of a better better word, you, you got to throw shit at the wall and see what sticks, right? You know, <laughs> We're in the season of ballsy offers is what you Yeah, saying. we are because nothing makes <laughs> sense on a finan- from a financial standpoint. And True. so now you're looking, most, most investors, including myself, are just looking for whatever has been listed for the longest. And if it makes, you know, we can get it to a point where it makes sense. And I hate to be that lowbrow investor who's just like, well, you know, take it or leave it. It's like, yeah, but you know, we, it's difficult to, to have that, that really close relational type of transaction when, you know, prices have not come down, but borrowing costs have gone way, way up. And that's, but if you're solving a problem, Kyle, you can't look at it in a negative, right? right? If, if it's a win, if you're looking for the win, win, you're, right. you're not looking to go in and just give them the, the lowest right. price possible. I, but I think for a lot of, yeah. for a lot of investors, we, we don't want to be, we're coming out of a, a super competitive market. We went from a outrageously competitive market to one that's it's still competitive, but it's not like it was before. And so we're still kind of tiptoeing around trying not to offend anybody, right? At least I am, you know, that's something that's really difficult to get over. It's like, okay, well, if it does flip over to a buyer's market, then, well, we have a little bit more freedom to be able to make these, these offers and still get them accepted. And I, I think we're there. And I, I do the same thing that you do, Jesse, where it's, you know, I'll look at something and I can just look at it within 30 seconds and be like, this is crap. I'm not going to be able to buy this at this price, you know, not with a traditional bank financing. I'll throw them anything, you know, I'll give them their price, but I mean, it's going to take a lot of terms on their part. And we, we just kind of, we kind of roll with that. So I, I get where you're saying on that. That makes, that makes a lot of sense. Um, was, what, what's next for you guys? You know, as far as your, your business is concerned, how are you going to continue scaling this thing up? Um, you have big plans for the wholesale side. Yeah, for sure. So this year, it's kind of rough Q1, honestly. Uh, we had like seven flips going on at the same time, and probably five of them were empty at all times, which is unfortunate. And we had to sell, probably had to sell them all basically at losers or between me and my partner made like 10, 15 grand across all of them, which suck, eat up a whole quarter of time. Second quarter was loading up the pipeline um, and not really closing very much. And then Q3, uh, which... We're nearing the end of we're seeing starting to see, see deals close and starting to see life back in our business because this business uh, you know uh, I think we closed the third novation for this year today and it was a forty thousand dollar profit and that that's really good for us and for the next like three four weeks we actually have a closing either one or two per week so everything's starting to hit and we're stuffing the pipeline now for September and October inventory. So we're starting to find a lot of traction in doing that. And if we hit our numbers the way that we're supposed to hit them, we're supposed to finish at like 800,000 in revenue for the year, which is not unattainable. And then next year we'll go for 1.2, following year we'll go for 1.6. And you know, I think one of the biggest differences is whom we uh, hire in terms of a business coach, because there are, you know, EOS, uh, process implementers. There are people in that world, uh, not 
we're currently operating off of you know EOS, which is based off of the traction book. It's a business operating system, but we have other people in the Collective Genius who also do operating system implementation in which if we can get better as operating within as a business and improve with our communication and accountability and being very clear with our vision and buy-in and you know everything that makes a business a business, I think we can do more than whatever growth that I'm even speaking of right now. But you know, I've been overly optimistic in the past and I don't like to just overshoot and underperform. And then it kind of discourages everybody, even though we did better than we did before, it's way better to underpromise, over deliver and just, hey, set these realistic goals and then, you know, do the best that you possibly can in order to, you know, contribute towards an exponential growth. But at the same time, you know, you, you gotta have that consistency. You can't be inconsistently extraordinary and and then just like produce extraordinary results once in a while. You gotta be consistently you know, uh, positive, right? I don't know. I, I would almost say that uh, Elon Musk might actually disagree with you on that because uh, he consistently overpromises and underdelivers, and everybody loves him. So, <laughs> oh, wait, so was SpaceX the blip or is Twitter the blip? Like, which yeah, is, is know, it plus man. or minus? That's the question. Yeah, I hear you. Um, Jesse, I do have one more question for you. Cause one thing we didn't really touch on so much was, was the, I mean, we talked about education obviously, which was pre real estate for you for the most part. Um, I like to ask people, what was the most impactful for you as far as education is concerned? We'll stick to the real estate space. So, you know, I, I understand that rich dad, poor dad was a big, a big, uh, a big piece of that, but masterminds or conferences, what is it that you think has made the biggest impact on where you are at? So currently speaking for where I am at, there's two things to it. There is the practical side of my business in which we have a mastermind that we go to, which is called the Collective Genius. And we also have a coaching program that we are part of, which is wartime CEO with a guy named Ren Bartlett, Clint Cooper. You know, they're in Atlanta slash Alabama. And Ren was part of a company that did a thousand deals just last year. And I think they're going to do since Ren joined this new company, I think they're going to do 600, 700 deals this year. And it's a pretty small coaching group, which is awesome because we have like direct access to Ren and him and I are friends and Clint and I are also friends. So that's been really good. The Collective Genius Mastermind, like the minimum amount of deals that you, you got to do to get into uh, where I was at was 25. And now they got like somewhere, they have a uh, a segment where it's like 10 to 25. And then there's also another level, which is a hundred plus deals per year. That's called the premier level. And then personally, in terms of, in terms of dreaming big and thinking differently and being a better leader, it was, it was where you and I met Kyle, you know, being with Brandon and, and Taro, those guys, the way that they think build relationships, um, think, and build relationships and build businesses is pretty extraordinary. And it's not just so much all this like rah-rah, like get you hype type of stuff, as much as like these are people who have reputation of taking action and building things within their life. And then they come to a point where it's just like, what else is there 
still out there for me to accomplish or achieve or what else can I do that um, impacts me, that makes me feel like I'm doing my part in this world? It's like a lot more deeper questions in soul searching, which leads me to then, you know, think of the next big idea in which I get the people around me um, and see who really wants to go down that direction with me. And then which if we do accomplish that, that's something significant way beyond making money and profits and um, honestly, just getting more business and increasing my lifestyle is way more important than that. I think that's one of the big things that uh, I really value in being part of that group is that people really value those relationships and they really value the things that matter most in this life, which, you know, can be our friends and our family, or it can be, you know, um, whatever we really believe in, invest our time and uh, our energy into. Very cool. I love that. That's such a great answer. And I think that kind of got us full circle, right? To, to kind of the start of our conversation. So, uh, hey, that's, that's like a feature of our podcast now, Kyle, I think. It's circular thinking. Love, no, that's not no, good. No, it's just that. No, you're right. Absolutely. <laughs> Jesse, how can people get in touch with you? Yeah. So people can find me on Instagram at the Jesse Wynn. They can also find me on Facebook at Jesse Wynn. They can also look up our podcast at Not Genius Podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and we generally talk about, or we have conversations with entrepreneurs local in Delaware as well as nationally. And, you know, we've been talking to a lot of real estate people as well because that's just the industry that uh, we're in. But we talk to them about mindset as well as um, where was that pivot point in their life that shot them in this trajectory to build the life that they live to this day? And what are the things that they really care about that? becomes their deeper why to why they want to do business so yeah that's the nine genius podcast love it yeah check it out um and uh yeah worth worth visiting jesse thank you so much uh for your time today really appreciate it and i got a ton out of that conversation it's quite it's quite grounding but quite kind of motivating and and exciting as well so uh we're, we're we're super excited to have you on and thank you so much for your time yeah thanks a lot john Kyle. appreciate it thank you jesse and we'll be back next week please consider sharing and writing a five-star review check out the full show on friday on youtube and wherever you get your podcasts